0: Section thirty eight of Young Folk's Treasury, Volume three, edited by Hamilton Wright, maybe. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Ellen Preckle. Simple Susan, too. Bad news. As Susan entered the cottage parlor, Farmer Price drew his chair close to his wife. You see, there is something amiss with me, he said. I must tell you what it is. Her father lowered his voice, and Susan, who was not sure that he wished her to hear what he was going to say, moved from behind his chair susan don't go sit down here sweet susan he said making room for her beside him i am afraid i was cross when i came in to-night but i had something to vex me as you shall hear then the farmer told how a fortnight before lots had been drawn in the nearest town to see which men there and in the surrounding village should leave home to be trained as soldiers for a hundred years ago it was in this way that men were found to defend their country only if they were under eighteen or above forty years of age could they escape drawing-lots. "'Now as I would be forty in ten days,' said the farmer, "'I was told just to call myself forty, then and there. But the truth is the truth, and should be spoken at all times, come what may. And when the lots were drawn it fell to me, among the others, to leave home to be trained to fight. I was thinking how unhappy we should be to part, when I heard that if I paid nine guineas to another man, he would take my place, and I could remain at home with you.' I had not the money, for you know the bad luck we had with the sheep this year, and how they died one after the other, but I went to Mr. Case and asked him to lend me the money. He said he would if I handed over to him my lease, for he said, if you do not repay me the guineas, I shall keep the lease until you do. That was a fortnight ago, and tonight Attorney Case tells me he has discovered that, owing to some mistake in the lease, we may be turned out of the farm at any time. But I have not come to the worst part yet here farmer price stopped short and his wife and susan gazed anxiously into his face the truth must be told he said with a deep sigh i must now leave you in three days must you said his wife faintly susan dear open the window susan ran to do as she was bid and then returned to her mother's side the fresh air soon revived the poor woman and she begged her husband to go on with his story and to hide nothing from her farmer price had no wish to hide anything from those he loved so well he believed that the truth should be spoken at all times, but never had he found it so difficult as at this moment. What had happened was this. Attorney Case had met Farmer Price that evening. The farmer was coming home whistling from a new ploughed field. The attorney was on horseback, and had just dined at the Abbey with Sir Arthur Somers. The Abbey had until lately belonged to Sir Arthur's elder brother, but now that he was dead, Sir Arthur owned the estate attorney case had looked after the property for the elder brother and was anxious to be employed by sir arthur there were many farms on the estate and it had been part of the attorney's work to look after the repairs and to collect the rents unfortunately he had an unpleasant way of dealing with the farmers ordering them as he had no right to do and being harsh with those who through misfortune had not enough money to pay their rent in full as the attorney met farmer price he stopped him saying a word with you farmer price if you please walk alongside my horse and listen "'You know the field with the pink hawthorn where the village children play. "'I am going to add it to my garden. "'I hear you say it does not belong to me. "'What do you mean by that?' "'I mean what I say,' said Price. "'The field is not yours.' "'So angry was the attorney on hearing this "'that he at once made up his mind to hurt the farmer as much as he could. "'My good man,' he said, "'you will remember that a fortnight ago I lent you nine guineas. "'Tomorrow morning you must return them to me.' "'Those guineas,' replied the farmer, "'I paid, as you know, to the man who said he would go, instead of me, to be trained as a soldier. "'But he has not yet gone, and I can still get the guineas back from him and go myself to be trained.' The attorney was not prepared for this answer. "'I do not want to drive you to do that,' he said, pretending to be kind. "'Now about the field. You do not want to add it to the farm, do you?' "'Certainly not, for it is not mine.' "'Then why object to my having it?' "'Because it is not yours.' THE CHILDREN WHO PLAY THERE HAVE THE RIGHT. IT BELONGS TO THE VILLAGE. TRUTH IS TRUTH. AND A DEBT IS A DEBT, SHOUTED THE ANGRY ATTORNEY, AND MUST BE PAID. BRING ME MY NINE GUINEAS. WITH A HEAVY HEART FARMER PRICE WALKED ON. HE PASSED THE DOOR OF HIS COTTAGE AND WENT IN SEARCH OF THE MAN TO WHOM HE HAD PAID THE MONEY. THE MAN WAS QUITE WILLING TO RETURN IT, AS THERE WERE MANY OTHERS, HE SAID, WHO WOULD BE WILLING TO GIVE HIM THE SAME SUM OR MORE FOR HIS SERVICES the moment price got the money he took it straight to mr case laid it on his desk and was going away when the attorney called out not so fast you have forgotten your lease ah yes my lease i had forgotten it let me have it pardon me said the attorney with a cruel smile but i cannot let you have it on reading it over i find that owing to a mistake you may be turned out of the farm at any time i must keep it to show sir arthur I have no doubt he will want me to look after things for him, as I did for his brother. Now perhaps you wish you had quietly let me add the field to my garden. Farmer Price said nothing, but dragged himself home, a sad man. End of Section 38